hello, everybody, and welcome to the first official episode of the Film School for Marketers podcast. My name is Zach Basner, and I'm the Director of Video Training and Strategy here at Impact. And I'm joined by my co-host, our Client Success Specialist at Impact, Mariah Anderson. Howdy. Super excited for this. Finally, we're doing it. <laughs> we're really doing this. And this is, uh, this is something that I've been wanting to do for this community for a long time. And I think that uh, it's going to be a great way for us to engage with those that are already in this Film School for Marketers community, but mm -hmm. also build that community with more like-minded people who are doing awesome things with inbound video and we're going to bring you so much value and we want you to participate. So make sure you hit us up on Twitter and send us in your questions at Impact FSM. And uh, so let's get into our first episode. What are we talking about today, Mariah? Yeah. So today we are talking about mistakes to avoid in sales videos and some of the things that we commonly see that are good to start out by avoiding altogether. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's always more valuable to start with the things that you might screw up mm -hmm. versus the things that you need to really nail because that will just get you over this learning curve that much quicker. 100%. Instead of you having to go through it and slow down your success, right? Get in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so specifically, we're talking about one-to-one -one video, right? One-to-one mm -hmm. -one video. So those who aren't familiar with one-to-one -one video, what exactly does that mean? So one-to-one -one video is a personalized message that you're recording for a recipient. So you use something like your webcam instead of having a highly produced video that's used over and over again. Mariah, you have sent probably, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this, probably hundreds of one-to-one -one videos at this point. Oh my gosh. I know. You know, I think about like going back and seeing how many I've actually done because we've been doing this for about a year now. Like I've been recording these one-to-one -one videos and sending them out. So I can't even imagine what, what I'm at. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy where technology has gotten us and our accessibility to be able to send video to, to prospects. I mean, we at Impact, you, we, we use it in leadership. I personally use it for like meeting recaps with clients uh, and so this is going to be really cool. So we've got tips for sales one-to-one -one videos today. Mariah, tell us a little bit about what we might be screwing up. Yeah. So the first thing, and I would say one of the biggest things that people screw up when they're doing video for sales is making the video all about themselves um, and going for the hard sell right away. And what that looks like is whenever you're recording a video message and you're prospecting, for instance, Starting out a conversation and your messaging with talking about yourself and how wonderful and great your product and services are, rather than starting the conversation with something helpful. Um, you know, you really have to gain that trust. And if you're just starting off by talking about yourself or trying to sell them, that's the fastest way to turn somebody off. And I'm sure you've been there before, Zach, right? On the opposite end of that kind of email or that kind of video message before. Yeah, I mean, this is this isn't even like this is universal. And mm -hmm. like, if you just meet somebody and all they do is talk about themselves, <laughs> it's not going to be very. It's not going to be very cool. You immediately get a bad taste about that person. And you know, we talk all the time in Impact about how video is our best way of gaining trust. And you don't necessarily gain trust when you just seem like all you care about is yourself and not about the customer. Right. It's like you're avoiding 
trying to understand their pain points and what they have going on, what's important to them, and just acting like you already know the solution. Whereas if you take the time to get to know them and you take the time to provide them resources rather than jumping to the, the solution, then they're going to trust you more. They're going to know you're not just in it to get their money, that you actually want to help them. So I'm curious to get your opinion on this because the arg- argument could be made that, well, if I don't go for the hard sell, then it's just going to prolong the amount of time I have to spend with this prospect. Uh, in, in your experience and how we've been doing things at Impact, because you are extremely helpful and you know, you're teeing up our CSMs or our, our sales team. Mm-hmm. So would you say that, uh, that that argument is valid or would you say that going with the educational route at first actually helps out the sale later down the road? It definitely helps out the sale later down the road, especially if you have a team of uh, people who are business development reps who are doing the prospecting they can be the ones to actually shorten the sales cycle by educating much more earlier on so that those conversations that are being held by people later in the sales process are shortened. I mean, what you're trying to do is solve for the questions that they have typically during the sales process to give them everything they need to make their decision. So that isn't prolonging the conversation at all. If anything, that's shortening those conversations. It's shortening those additional meetings um, and helping the customer out in the long run. So it's a win-win. That's awesome. That's awesome. What's our next mistake that we might be making? Yeah, having a script. So I think a lot of people who get started with video and sales think that they need a script to get started. Reason being, they're not comfortable. They feel like they don't know what they're going to say, that they're going to stumble. And so it's kind of like a security blanket. If I have this script, then I'm going to sound amazing and not miss anything that I want to say. But people know when you're reading off a script. And if anything, it makes you less genuine. Um, So if anything, avoid that at all costs. No scripts, people. (laughs) Anybody who's been following me for any amount of time knows no scripts. That ain't cool. (laughs) Can't have, which can have, like if this gives you some comfort, you can have an outline. Yes. At least know, at least be prepared with what you're going to say. You don't just have to just wing it completely. Mm-hmm. But there's a very clear difference between somebody who looks trustworthy and truly like an expert and someone who looks like they don't know what they're talking about. And we are very good at picking that stuff out as viewers. Very good at that. Yes. That lack of confidence, if you will, anytime you're talking to somebody who's trying to sell you is like, whoa, did is this product even like good or real? Like if they don't, if they're not even confident in talking about it, why should I be confident and going with them for like the service or product that I'm looking at? Um, and you know, you're a salesperson. These are conversations that you have day in and day out on the phone. And there's just something about this camera that makes it feel very scary to people. And that's why they feel like I need to resort to a script. But I love what you said about having an outline. I know when I first started, I would just jot down the main takeaways, like the main things I wanted to say. I would read through it real quick out loud just to get out, you know, any stumbles I had. And then I would jump on the video and I would record it. And if I was stumbling, I just went through it because I'm sure you know, if you're trying to record a video and you try to make it perfect and not stumble or like say words incorrectly, sometimes you will be re-recording that video 20 times. (laughs) You know, you're human and you want to show that side. That's what the video is all about, to show the human side of the company. Um, so to just go with it, say what you need to say, and it gets easier over time. Love it. What else we got? Yeah. So the next thing is including zero call to action. 
So one of the worst things you can do is get someone super jazzed up and interested in hearing from you, talking to you, and then provide no next step, no clear step. So, you know, a lot of people are going to say uh, or think when you say call to action, you need to like tell them to go download something. That's not always the case. What are some examples of different calls to action that you use that are far beyond like downloading something or, um, I don't know, sending you information or something like that? Yeah. So, I mean, I view like a call to action as what that next step is. So for instance, if you are prospecting and you have sent them some articles and information that helps nurture them a little bit more and you feel that it's time for that next step to be a a conversation, a call to action would be something like your meeting link to schedule a time to talk. Um, Another call to action could be a video where the person is reviewing an SOW and the next step is for them to sign it or do that next action. So you just get creative in terms of when I'm recording this video, what is my end goal? Is it to educate? Is it to set up a meeting? Is it to provide a next step that they need to take in our sales process and creating that as that call to action? Yeah, that's good advice. And also just to kind of add to that, it's not necessarily commanding them to do something else. It's giving them, because oftentimes we don't know as, as consumers, okay, what should I do now? Mm-hmm. And so eliminating that confusion and, and clearly stating, okay, typically at this point now, you would take this SOW back to your team, review it, let us know if you have any questions, and then we can talk about uh, getting it signed and everything like that. But just being very clear with what they should do next is helpful and not commanding them to do something against their will or anything like that. Yeah. No, I like what you said about helpful. I think that's the best way to look at any calls to action that you have or any next steps that you have is how can I help them through each stage? What is going to be helpful throughout that process? And for sure that will guide them through instead of you trying to be pushy about it. Love it. Call to action. (laughs) All right. So my next one is disregarding video link. Um, So being very aware of how long the videos you're creating are. And these are the one-to-one videos that we're talking about. So for instance, if you are doing outreach for the first time and you're introducing yourself, think about what you need to get across. So probably letting that person know who you are, what you're looking to have them do next, what to expect on a first call with you. That shouldn't be a video that's like five to 10 minutes in length. That should be a video that's probably 30 seconds, maybe a minute, nothing more. And a lot of people ask me, you know, well, how do I know what's the right length of a video? And I say use your best judgment in terms of, did you get the point across? Did you have filler words? Did you repeat yourself multiple times? I mean, the easiest way to understand if a video is too long is to go back and watch it and count all the filler words you're using count how many times you may repeat something. Cause I think that that's a hole that people really fall into when they start recording video um, that can hurt you in terms of video length. Also, if you, if you are starting a relationship off with a long video, mm-hmm. the, the likelihood of somebody continuing to watch more videos as you keep sending them is dramatically lower, especially if it's long and not good. <laughs> now, if it's good, Let's say, you know, we, we start off a lot of conversations with the 80% video, Yes. which is for any of y'all who are listening, don't know what the 80% video is. We will cover that in a later episode for sure. Mm-hmm. 
but it's a longer video, but it's meant to be extremely helpful and add a ton of value very quickly. So yeah, it's long, but it, it, it's valuable. Mm-hmm. If you are making long videos, it, if you're just rambling on the first video that you send and this thing ends up being 10 minutes long, even if they don't, even if the viewer doesn't consciously think, wow, that was really long and boring. If the seed was planted, that's what they're going to think immediately when they, when they get another video. So just something else to be cognizant of as you're thinking about how long these need to be. Yeah. And the last thing you want to do is have somebody tune out or click out of your video when you don't even get to the point until the end of the video after you rambled on. Um, and something else I want to point out, I mean, a, a time where a longer video makes sense is something like reviewing an SOW. Um, you know, that is going to be longer. But yeah, I mean, 100% continue to look back at your videos when you're first starting to catch what you're doing. Um, I can't begin to tell you, like looking back at videos I did when I first started versus now, I just couldn't get to the point. And it was probably a combination of not being comfortable and a combination of just not being used to trying to get everything out concisely um, within a certain amount of time. So after a while, it becomes easier. Yeah. And, um, SOWs are, uh, or or scope of work is what we use at impact. You might in your own organization refer to this as a proposal or a contract or agreement or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So that's what we mean. We're talking about SOWs. It's like a lot of paperwork that Mm -hmm. is a lot to read and a lot to review. And so having that video content to go along with it is super, super helpful. So just to review, Mariah, what are the four things that we absolutely must not do and help our sales teams to not do in their one-to-one videos? Yes. So first is do not make the video all about you and go for the hard sell. Do not have a script. Do not include zero calls to action in your videos and make sure you are very aware of your video link. And Mariah, you have a lot more of these tips and a very valuable resource (laughs) that I'm hoping you will share with all of us. Maybe. I will. (laughs) Yeah. So we put together a crazy, long, wonderful guide all about video for sales. I'm talking massive. The longest thing I've ever written in my entire life. Uh, I've spent much time making sure that I take everything that I've done, the things that have worked, the things that haven't, um, and compiled it into one big massive guide. And that is our video for sales guide. And you can find that at impactbnd.com forward slash video dash for dash sales. Um, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's super amazing. It's like what, 17,000 words or something eight, like that? Over 18. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. 18,000 yeah, words. Yeah, y'all. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, and it's ungated, right? Like it's no ungated. one needs to enter. So you don't need to even enter a single email address or name or anything to get this. You can get it to your sales team. You can, if you're a, a marketing team or if you're a marketer listening to this, you can read it and it will help you out. It's super cool. So we highly encourage you to go check that out. All right, y'all. It's about time to bring this episode home. This has been a lot of fun. I hope you had fun on this one, Mariah. You basically I took the had uh, a blast. You took the spotlight on this one. I love talking about sales video with you because you are the expert for sure. And uh, if those who are listening 
would like to uh, uh, holler at us, Mariah, how can they holler at us? Yeah, we would love if you could let us know how much you loved this on iTunes and give us a five-star review. We would be super stoked. And on top of that, if you feel like you know people in the marketing or sales space who could really benefit from these topics we're going to be covering, share it with them. We would love to keep this community growing and continue to provide more insights and tips to people trying to use video. Yes, share it. We know you have friends. Share it with your friends, <laughs> especially if they're in the video or especially if they're in a marketing or sales role. It'd mm-hmm. be really cool. Make sure you hit us up on, on Twitter at Impact FSM. Let us know what you thought of the format of the show. Let us know if you have any questions, things you'd like us to cover. And uh, we just want to hear from you. So let us know that you were even listening. This is Zach and Mariah signing off of our first episode of the Film School for Marketers podcast. Go out there, make some awesome videos. And until we talk next time, keep learning.